You've heard me talk about my preferred fish oil brand, Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Well, I'm happy to report that they also offer a great line of premium quality, clinically relevant, professional-grade products which help support optimal immune function, including quercetin, NAC, Viracon, and Allerc. Quercetin supports healthy sinus and respiratory function. NAC delivers antioxidant support. Viracon is a unique herbal formula for comprehensive immune system support. And Aller-C provides respiratory histamine and sinus support. I'm so impressed with these products that I took them with me on my recent trip to Iceland. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients products are formulated by healthcare professionals utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Uh, not that I play favorites, but uh, today I'm talking to one of my favorite guests. Uh, he's a go-to expert on a wide array of nutritional subjects. Uh, Neil Levin is Senior Nutrition Education Manager and a Product Formula for Now Foods and Protocol for Life Balance. Uh, that's uh, one of our preferred brands uh, on Fullscript uh, and in my office uh, for listeners and patients. Uh, it's a very high quality brand uh, where they really, really take pains uh, to assure product quality uh, and purity, and uh, it, they're scientifically backed. Uh, you can find them at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Uh, and Neil, you know, before we get into discussing some of the, our theme is uh, stress and, and how to deal with it naturally. Uh, I, I would like to, you know, I, I, I know you uh, for a long time. Uh, we've had uh, many enjoyable meals together, uh, and uh, I've, I've learned that you're a vegetarian. And right. uh, in addition, you're a superb nutritionist. And so you uh, are well aware that there are studies that suggest that uh, if you're on an inadequate vegetarian diet, uh, you may be subject to mood problems. And I, and I know that you address that in uh, selection of foods, proper uh, food selection, but also with supplementation. Can, so, can you talk to to us about that from the standpoint of a vegetarian? What what could they possibly be missing that might undermine their emotional wellness, and and what uh, can they do to address that? Uh, well, there are different vegetarian diets. Every, as you know, I mean, some people are carbitarians or pizzatarians. Right, where they're not eating a balanced diet. Right. Yeah, if you skip and the pepperoni, that technically that is a vegetarian uh, meal. <laughs> okay, right. Right, but it's not balanced necessarily. So I'm always concerned, especially when I travel, uh, on where I'm going to get my protein. You know, and I, I will. I know I'm going to be skimping on omega three fats and certain things when I travel. I'm taking supplements after that from algae, but you know, protein is a key thing because. As I mentioned earlier in the first part, the uh, enzymes, hormones, neurotransmitters, muscle and collagen and all these things in the body are literally made with pro with protein as the base. And you need adequate protein. And, you know, getting protein is not easy unless you're willing to eat a lot of legumes or legume-based products. And 
relying on the structured products that you get in the in the grocery stores they're, they're okay you know on, on a small basis but not, like not the, the meat analogs you know things like uh you know the impossible right. burger and things things along those lines right yeah i, I don't want to rely on them too much when you know natural foods are really better because they are pro- so, uh, ultra processed in fact so you know they're, they're far yeah. cry from you know uh, uh, brown rice and beans right and then you have uh, you have to worry about genetically modified uh, versions like uh, some that are out there you have to worry about agricultural chemicals if they're not organic you know, it, it's simpler to you know, do the beans and, and legumes and things like that and, and get protein. And I do milk also uh, mm-hmm. and eggs, so I get some from those mm-hmm. as well. But if you don't have enough protein, you, your body's going to be wasted. You won't be able to burn enough energy because a lot of the mitochondria that where you burn energy is in the muscles. Muscle cells have several times as much mitochondria as other cells in the body. And, of course, the heart, which is a muscle, uh, it actually has a lot of mitochondria itself. So you need to support all these structures and chemicals in the body, and including all, you know, all the neurotransmitters, all the hormones. The, the precursors the of which are amino acids, them. right? Yeah. Yeah, amino acids from protein are the base of all these things. So mm-hmm. if you don't get adequate, you're going to be wasting, and mm-hmm. the body will steal protein from your muscles you know, you've all seen pictures and uh, historic pictures of people who are starving and they're all wasted. They don't have any muscles left. Their body's going to literally strip the, the protein from their muscles to get it for the other purposes and try to keep the heart going and try to keep the organs somewhat together. And, you know, it's not it's not a zero-sum thing. You have to get it. You know, these are essential nutrients you have to take every day. People need somewhere around uh, 0.8 grams of protein per kilogram per 2.2 pounds of body weight, which in practice means about 25 grams of protein three meals a day. And, and it, it appears that the requirements may increase as you age, uh, according to some of the latest research, because there's perhaps more need for uh, repair uh, because we're all fighting sarcopenia, the, you know, it's natural tendency uh, to to lose muscle mass. There is, and also our ability to digest tends to yes. go down. Yes. Our stomach acid and our enzymes might decline, affecting that as well. And, uh, you know, there's also issues, you know, older people, especially if they you know, are living alone, they might graze, they might not eat real meals mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. the time and balance their diet. So do, do you make use of uh, whey protein since you, you're not a, a vegan, you're, you uh, include dairy-derived products in your, uh, in your diet? Well, I, I will use that, but I actually prefer the non-GMO soy protein in general, oh, okay. and I mix it with milk, mm-hmm. so I'm getting both. I when see. you're mixing milk and soy, you're actually prolonging the effects of the protein to stimulate muscle growth and muscle production in the body for two or three times as long. Hmm. So there's and actually some very good studies. Isn't, the, isn't the amino acid composition complementary among those as well? They are, but the, the difference is the time needed to digest. Okay. The, about 80% of the protein in milk is casein, which takes 
you know, a couple hours to digest typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 20% of the protein in milk is whey protein, which take, takes maybe half an hour to digest. Oh. And soy protein's more in the middle, around an hour. Mm-hmm. So if, if these things are giving consistent source of amino acids to the body as they're being digested, you can actually have for two or three hours a supply of amino acids coming in, which stimulates the body to make uh, protein, to make muscles and, and, and collagen and all the other stuff you need, and have enough to have, have a pro-building up mm-hmm. in the body rather than a breaking down. So, so would it be fair to good. say that uh, adequate protein or amino acid intake uh, has an impact on emotional health, especially uh, if you're on a restricted diet or if you're older, perhaps you have digestive problems or, you know, maybe you're just eating a little haphazardly. Well, anyone with digestive problems is not going to be in a good mood. I can tell you that right now. They're going <laughs> right. to be stressed. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, ob- that's obvious. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's. I mean, you need adequate protein, and, you know, it, it starts at around 25 grams of protein a meal. And if you're looking at an egg, it has maybe 6 grams of protein. You have a couple eggs, you're, you're half of the meal. But, you know, if you don't have bacon or, or something else with it, uh, in England we'd, eat, we'd have some baked beans with it and some eggs, you know, and you'd have a, a complete meal. You'd have more protein. Does Protocol for Life Balance, I know that's not part of our suite of, of products supporting emotional wellness, but uh, you mentioned non-GMO soy. I think the big knock on soy, I mean, some people are allergic to it. Uh, some people have trouble digesting it. Uh, but it... The vast majority of soy is GMO. It's it's uh, you know there, it may have uh, residues of glyphosate, and uh, it's also uh, been altered genetically. Uh, does PFLB Protocol for Life Balance have a uh, offer a, a soy alternative? People don't want to use the the whey protein. Uh, we don't. It's in the now. Now brand line, okay. but not the Protocol for Life Balance line. Okay, which is a sister company. Okay, fine. Right. Uh, so, so let's move along and, and talk about because uh, we're today we're talking about a suite of uh, nutrients uh, which you can access at drhoffman.com/slash Protocol for Life Balance. Uh, there's clinical stress relief, which uh, is is new to me because yeah, I know about ashwagandha, but uh, the ingredient lactium is is very innovative as part of that formula. Uh, but also there's myo-inositol powder and L-theanine. So let, let's tackle uh, inositol. Um, I have to say that I am not uh, a big uh, contributor to the scientific literature. Uh, I'm you know, a clinician, and I don't write papers uh, like a researcher. Uh, but one of my few scientific papers, and it, I must have written it like 20 years ago, was on inositol yeah. and it's it's uh, the psychological benefits of inositol. So um, I, I want to hear from you. You know, get your opinion on it. Yeah, inositol is something you typically will get from lecithin. It's one of the secondary components in lecithin, and lecithin is in all fats. You know, it's really a minor ingredient in all the fats, uh, all the oils. So, you know, whatever kind of oil you get, you get soybean oil, you get corn oil, you get sunflower oil, you know, any of these oils, they're going to have a tiny bit of lecithin in there. And sunflower and soy have more than most, you know, which is why they're the commercial sources. Uh, inositol, you know, the, really the main form is called myo, M-Y-O inositol, which is part of all cell membranes. 
you know, the, the phospholipids and cell membranes, uh, inositol is one of them. It's, it's part of lecithin, which is, which is where these, uh, phospholipids come from. It's part of the B, related to the B vitamin, uh, family. It's not an official B complex vitamin, but it's almost always in a B complex formula. Mm-hmm. It, you need it for muscles, you need it for nerves, you need it to metabolize fats in the liver. Uh, it is, uh, has some effects on modifying the serotonin reaction, another neurotransmitter that's relaxing and, and uh, sedatory. Um, people might be familiar with serotonin as being what you get from eating dietary tryptophan, the amino acid. Tryptophan is an essential amino acid you have to get from the diet. And there are supplements, of course, as well. But uh, tryptophan turns into 5-HTP, 5-hydroxytryptophan, which turns into serotonin. And it's estimated that maybe 5 or 10% of dietary tryptophan goes into that pathway. And serotonin can also make melatonin, which helps us sleep. So when you know the relationship between serotonin and melatonin, you can see serotonin's relaxing and melatonin is so relaxing it helps you sleep. And it actually has an effect on circadian rhythm when things in the body do what. And serotonin and melatonin are the antagonists to cortisol, which is one of the best known stress hormones. Because when you wake up in the morning, you want your cortisol to be rising and give you energy. And you want to get and rid of your melatonin, you, yeah, because otherwise you just right. totally in bed. And, yeah. and when you go to sleep at night, you want your cortisol to be wearing out and your melatonin to be taking over. So mm-hmm. one rules the day, one rules the night. Mm-hmm. And if, if the cortisol is persistent, that stress hormone, the melatonin doesn't have a chance to work and you can't sleep well. You know, and then, of course, you're going to feel miserable then. So myo-inositol, it, it's normally just sold as inositol. Mm-hmm. Uh, myo-inositol is the technical name for it. Mm-hmm. But it's in highest concentrations in the brain and the central nervous system and cell membranes, nerve coating, uh, and it's needed for emotional and mental wellness, health, healthy eating patterns, restful sleep, because it works on that serotonin and related systems in the, in the body. Uh, now, of interest is that it's offered as a powder, and uh, I happen to know why that is, because uh, if you take like a 500 milligram capsule of uh, inositol, uh, from my research, that that's okay, but that's not going to have a profound effect on you. So, uh, as a powder, it's actually one of the most palatable uh, nutrients on the market. It tastes rather sweet. It dissolves nicely in cold water, uh, and, and you have to take a fair amount. So, it, it, it's not unreasonable to suggest that you take a, a teaspoon of that uh, a couple, two, three times a day if you're dealing with uh, intense stress. And from my research, uh, I also found that it was specifically helpful for OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, which we know to be an anxiety disorder. You know, anxiety prompts like right. ritualistic behavior. So it really is an anxiety disorder. The less anxious you are, the less repetitive, you know, OCD behavior you're going to do. Uh, so it can quiet that. But you, yeah, I don't, uh, to my recollection, uh, the evidence suggests that the dosages have to be a little higher. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at 
six grams a day, 12 grams mm-hmm. a day. And when you're looking at a capsule, might have half a gram to a gram. You know, yeah. it's a lot of pills yeah. you would have to take. You really I have to have OCD to take, uh, you know, 20 capsules a day. You know, then that's that really is OCD. Right. If you, you know, take four capsules five times a day. <laughs> right. So, okay. So that's why people tend to use the scoops. And I've known some runners who swear by this for helping them run farther without problems because it does have a role in muscles as well. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know. Well, okay. Maybe I should uh, yeah. resume my use of the inositol. Okay, folks, at this point, let's pause and allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share a vital message with you. Here it goes. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to today's guest, Neil Levin. Uh, women who are pregnant are very stressed. And uh, I find that the vast majority of things I don't want to give them. And I don't even want to give them, you know, something like St. John's Wort. I don't know. I mean, I think it's, you know, it's it's touted for uh, depression. But I kind of don't want to mess with an herb during pregnancy. Perhaps you agree. You know, I think you're conservative about prescribing things to pregnant women. But I find that one of the most benign things that I can give them is uh, inositol powder. Uh, and I... I believe it may actually play a role in uh, uh, prenatal nutrition. Uh, am I correct in stating that? Well, I, I know that there were uh, studies on women in terms of their menstrual cycles. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, definitely uh, in, in polycystic ovarian syndrome, for sure, big time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. St. John's wort is one of the probably five dietary supplements or the five herbs that have the most potential interactions with medications. Yeah. So, and, and with the way, uh, substances are metabolized in the liver. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's something you would typically use cautiously. As a standalone, and, perhaps. And certainly you know, not for pregnant women. As, as yeah. an adult, you know, adult middle-aged person, you know, perhaps you can try it to address your pregnancy because it seems to, uh, have an impact on on serotonin, uh, but okay. So here we're talking about uh, myonostal powder that's available uh, from Protocol for Light Balance. Uh, okay, let's talk about L-theanine because I think a lot of people are uh, unclear on uh, L-theanine, what that is, and how that might uh, impact their stress. Yeah, L-theanine is a non-essential amino acid. You could theoretically you could make it in the body, but it's not, it's not needed by the body. Mm-hmm. But really, we don't tend to make any in the body, and it's primarily found in green and black teas. The it can cross the blood-brain barrier, which is unusual for a water-soluble substance like theanine, like an amino acid. It helps with healthy alpha brainwave activity, helping you be relaxed alert and helping to support uh, again an inhibitory or, or relaxing neurotransmitter that promotes the release of GABA 
which is the neurotransmitter that regulates dopamine and serotonin levels in the brain. So we, we know it can support relaxation without drowsiness, healthy cognitive function, uh, which is interesting. I also saw a study I really like where they gave an almost equal dose of theanine and caffeine. I think mm-hmm. it was 250 milligrams of caffeine and 200 milligrams of theanine. And theanine offset the normal side effects of caffeine yes. in terms of nervousness, blood pressure rise, those kind of things. And, and that's why the Brits say, uh, you know, they, they sit down to their cup of tea and they say, keep calm and carry on, <laughs> which is kind of perfectly <laughs> sums it up because you get the stimulatory effects of caffeine, but the, the theanine takes the edge of it. And I think the unique thing about theanine, I, I don't know of anything like this in uh, nature or in pharmaceutical medication, uh, pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical medication or medicine, uh, which has the dual effect of relaxing you but at the same time not sedating you it actually promotes focus and concentration uh like relaxed focus is is the term that i would ascribe to theanine yeah so people you know when they're doing memory tests for example they're finding that uh the theanine tends to help so uh you know, when i get on jeopardy someday i'll probably take <laughs> some of that so i won't be so nervous you could but, yeah, you it, could it, you it, could ace it, I think, especially in the nutrition category. You know, that would be one, one category. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, so uh, let, let's be clear because uh, a lot of things, you know, we might say certain things may be a little too uh, edgy for you know to administer to young kids, but uh, a lot of uh, kids suffer from issues related to focus and concentration, attention deficit disorder, what have you, hyperactivity syndrome. Uh, uh, a lot of formulas that are directed towards kids contain L-theanine. Uh, do you think it, it, it can be safe and effective in those settings? Yeah, theanine is pretty non-toxic. It's an amino acid. Mm-hmm. It's not going to throw off the neurotransmitters because it's not typically used for neurotransmitters, but it has an effect on them. Mm-hmm. So we're not using it to produce neurotransmitters like we are some of the other amino acids, you know, uh, tyrosine or phenylalanine, for example, mm-hmm. or tryptophan. So it, it is something that, uh, since it helps manage uh, the role of dopamine and serotonin levels, and, you know, these feel-good and relaxing compounds tend to be encouraged by taking theanine. And, you know, if you look at a cup of, of black tea versus a cup of coffee, you know, an eight-ounce cup, Mm-hmm. The uh, amount of caffeine in a cup of tea is about one-third what's mm-hmm. in a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. But it does not have anywhere near that amount of nervousness or energetics that you get from coffee. So coffee has a certain effect. Tea has caffeine, but it, it has a much milder effect for the amount of caffeine that's in there. So you're still getting some of that energy, you know, a third as much per volume. But you're not getting anywhere near the, the negative effects of the caffeine. Right. So rhetorical question, which would you prefer to live in, in a society uh, that fuels itself on coffee, you know, three to five cups of especially, you know, high test uh, Starbucks uh, double latte uh, or a society that subsists on tea? Uh, I think uh, the answer is obvious in terms of <laughs> the, the uh, stress uh, milieu. Yeah, in general, people who drink tea will be calmer. I mean, that's not universal. Uh, and, and you're right about children. There's a 
Theanine has been used safely in middle school age children, uh, which is, is important that there are some studies showing safety and efficacy mm-hmm. in children if you're going to start using it in children. Okay. Uh, so a couple of other things, and you know they're not part of our uh, supplement bundle that we're talking about today, which are available at drhopman.com slash protocol for life balance the minosyl powder, the L-theanine, and the clinical stress relief. But uh, outside of that, uh, some supplements contain GABA, you know, which is actually indirectly what theanine has an impact on. Uh, do you believe that that GABA is uh, absorbed? Is it bioavailable? Is it clinically useful? Is that one of the things that we can use to combat stress? Or uh, what's your perspective on that? Yeah. GABA crosses the blood-brain barrier and has an effect. It, it's actually transported by phospholipids, by mm-hmm. things like lecithin, phosphatidylcholine, and acetal. Those are the things that transport GABA through the blood-brain barrier. If you take GABA orally and it works, you, you notice an effect, it is crossing the blood-brain barrier. Uh, so, I mean, that's not unusual. Quercetin, which a lot of people have used during the pandemic as a, a natural compound that uh, helps with immunity, uh, that is something that absorbs from the gut and has its effects by bonding to the fats. It becomes fat-soluble and absorbs. Even though it's a water-soluble compound, it bonds with fats and absorbs, and GABA does the same thing. Okay. And magnesium. Magnesium uh, is uh, is a muscle relaxant. No question. You know, people have muscle spasms, often obtain relief from magnesium, but you got to get it across the blood-brain barrier. So uh, is there a nutritional solution to that obstacle? Uh, definitely. There's uh, uh, actually one that I take, and actually my wife uses it too. Uh, it's called Magteen, and that's in our... Uh, I believe it's called proto uh, magnesium. Protosorb magnesium, yeah. Protosorb magnesium, magnesium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which but is something I recommend to patients. Was, you know, it's the it, magnesium three and eight, right? It's it, yeah, magnesium L three and eight. I believe it was developed by researchers at MIT, mm-hmm. and they have research showing that you take it for thirty days and you do better on tests of memory and brain function and all that kind of stuff. And so there's also studies showing that. If they're testing the cerebral spinal fluid, mm-hmm. which is an indicator that it passes the blood-brain barrier, that that is the form of magnesium that results in higher levels of magnesium in in that area than other common forms like magnesium glycinate, uh, etc. So, you know, it's important if you want to get magnesium in the brain. Magnesium also relaxes the brain. It counteracts. MSG and glutamates and the the ones that excite the neurons, the amino mm-hmm. acids, the neurotransmitters. It's actually an, a, a relaxing substance in its own right. And uh, you know Dr. Russ Blaylock, right, who wrote Big about time. excitotoxins yeah. in right. the brain. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, part of his trainings are that magnesium is one of the things that counteracts that. In the you know if you're getting too much of these things in the diet. Uh, you know, aspartic acid and glutamic acid and things like that, that uh, having these other things offsets it, these other amino acids like theanine and et cetera. But also uh, magnesium has a role in that too. Magnesium uh, protects the neurons, it relaxes them, it preserves them. And, you know, 
as you age, everybody wants to preserve their brain function. And mm -hmm. the magnesium has a role in that. And magtine, this magnesium L3 and 8, uh, which is a patented material, actually has some good studies showing it does that. And as I said, I take one every night. Mm -hmm. and with, with a potential impact on stress. And, you know, for our patients suffering from, uh, uh, you know, memory issues, brain issues, uh, that's a go-to supplement. It's called Protosorb Magnesium from Protocol for Life Balance. Uh, and finally, uh, you know, this, we need to cover a lot of ground. It's a big subject, and, you know, we can only, uh, we have to be a little selective in terms of what we talk about. But I, I think when you talk about uh, emotional wellness, uh, brain health, I, I think you have to bring into the discussion uh, the omega-3s, right? Uh, EPA, DHA. Yeah, actually, DHA more so than EPA for mm -hmm. the brain. For the brain, right. The, fat, the, the brain is mostly fat. Most of that fat is DHA, which is an omega-3 fat that you get from fish or algae. The fish actually get it from eating algae themselves mm -hmm. and going up the food chain. So if you're eating fish oil and you're getting EPA, DHA, those are actually produced by algae and that are consumed by smaller fish. And then the larger fish get it by eating the smaller fish. And just as we can get it from eating fish, but we can also get it from other sources. Now, interestingly enough, there's plant sources of omega-3, but the conversion to DHA of, from ALA, which you get in flax, chia, hemp seeds, uh, the conversion is between 1% and 5%. Oh. So you take a gram of, of, of uh, say, flax oil, and it's, half, it's only half ALA, it's only half omega-3, you're getting half a gram. Mm -hmm. And only 1% to 5% of that turns into DHA, maybe 5 to 15% into EPA. So what does that conversion depend on? Magnesium. It's a magnesium-dependent uh, enzyme. Mm -hmm. So again, magnesium has a role in converting even these other sources, these mm -hmm. plant sources, mm -hmm. into what the body needs. Right. And you're vegetarian, but uh, so you won't eat uh, things from living animals. I mean, you'll have dairy products, eggs, and milk, but, uh, That's it. So, but so you don't take fish oil, but you take a, a, a an algae supplement that's rich in DHA, uh, which, co which right. is, covers your uh, requirements in, for brain health. And, and is there evidence and that... And I take magnesium so I can convert. convert. I right. actually take magnesium three times a day, but one time is the magnesium in the evening. So what's your assessment of the uh, scientific literature about omega-3s and, and brain health, their, their antidepressant effects, their anti-anxiety effects. Uh, do you think the evidence is strong? Does it pass muster? Well, uh, most of it is structural. Mm -hmm. The you know the brain is largely composed of DHA, so and the nerve coating mm -hmm. relies on DHA. That myelin sheath coating the nerves also uses DHA. So brain and nerve stability depend heavily on DHA as a structural material and an insulator. So it, it's not just the, uh, you know, that it has effects on neurotransmitters or anything. It actually has effects on the neurons themselves, the nerve bundles, uh, the way they're insulated, the way uh, you can isolate effects within the brain uh, becomes easier when you have DHA. It, it, the way I visualize it is, you know, the nerve cells uh, have... Uh, myelin sheets, and uh, it's kind of like the omega-3s provide insulation for the wires in the brain, 
and without uh, proper insulation, you've got uh, aberrant nerve transmission and the potential for uh, uh, mood issues, uh, uh, seizures even. And, and I'm particularly impressed by studies that show that in people with suicidality, in other words, uh, they're so depressed that they've attempted suicide, they fortunately didn't execute on it, that uh, with the intervention of, of giving them high dose of omega-3, they're less likely to, uh, to commit suicide uh, subsequently. So, uh, you know, that demonstrates a pretty pr- profound effect on, on mood, and, and I've seen it in my well, patients. So I would include that, I think, in a, in a program to address stress. Yeah, there's there's another there's other research where uh, people who get uh, brain injuries, physical brain injuries, actually get fewer injuries and recover faster when they have adequate DHA in the brain. Mm-hmm. So so clearly there's there's a role to play. So, uh, okay, so excellent discussion as usual. Uh, let's mention again, you know, the products that uh, we're focusing on today: the myonostal powder, the L-theanine, and the clinical stress relief. Uh, yes, there are other components to uh, uh, nutritional support for optimal emotional health, uh, but those are some of the mainstays, and I think that that's a, a powerful suite of products. They're available to you at drhoffman.com slash protocol for life balance. Uh, anything else you want to add, Neil? Well, don't stress out about it. You, you know, <laughs> you got the information you need, and, you know, just, uh, you know, start with something. Uh Start with your what's going on in your life and add the nutrition you need to support that properly. Because, you know, as we mentioned earlier, if you don't have the right nutrients, the body's not going to do what it's supposed to do. Right. And, and, and I think your point is well taken is that we need a really a holistic approach. And, you know, for people who are used to, you know, going to the doctor and getting a prescription for a pill, uh, this uh, simply going to a health food store and, you know, stocking up on uh, uh, nutrients for anxiety or depression, uh, if your lifestyle hasn't been uh, optimized, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're stacking the deck against yourself. Uh, but certainly the, these can have an impact and, uh, as usual, a fascinating discussion. So thanks very much for joining us, and I uh, look forward to seeing you at uh, an upcoming conference, the American Nutrition Association, that we're both attending in San Diego this month. So uh, I think we'll have a good time out there. Thank you, sir. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Our guest today, Neil Levin. And this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile friendly site, it's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com.